Welcome to Ivar's Long Box, the podcast crossover that takes a quick look back at classic Valiant. Our mission is to look at a random book, to see a snapshot of the past, and to ask ourselves, does this classic Valiant comic still hold up today? I'm Joshua Eves, and with me today is... It's Martin from Valiant Central. What's up, buddy? Martin. And who else? And I am Paul from Valiant Central. How you guys doing? I'm fantastic. Um, yeah. <laughs> Convergence. <laughs> we could tag every episode with hashtag Convergence, and then we can get DC fans to listen to the show and learn about old school Valiant. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? That's, that, It'll do there's no, a lot of good. There's no flaws in that plan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're rebooting, okay? That's what they're doing. We can do it. So, so today we're going to talk about uh, Shadow Man Volume 2, Number 17 from the Acclaim Run, and it is Clayton Crane's second comic book he ever drew. Yeah, it sure is. Which is um, pretty awesome. It is, and it's very different from what we're seeing in Clayton Crane now. I think my favorite part of looking at the artwork in this book is to see how far he's come. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, it's so different than what he's doing now, right? Um, and really so different from what he's done, I would say, over the last 10 years. Um, because I don't think well, he's, he's not doing just pencil work anymore. Yeah, that, yeah, this is not done in a computer, certainly. Yeah. So, um, Which is cool. Um, you can – I mean, knowing that it's the guy – even though he spells his name differently, um, you know it's it's Clinton Cranes with C's now instead of K's. Um, I guess K's were cool in the '90s, and so that's why he chose the K's. They're edgier. Um, well, dude, I'm pretty sure. I think every character had a K in their name, and if not, you just put one in there, and that made him '90s. K's uh, leather jackets. That's what <laughs> all about. Uh, we, we've got to talk about leather jackets in this episode <laughs> at some point because some of the feedback that we've gotten on Facebook is solely based on our comments about leather jackets. Um, so let's just get that out of the way now. I, I wore a leather, a leather jacket. jacket. Okay. Yeah. You guys all you guys have leather jackets? There's uh, I have one in the closet. Jackets. Yeah. Oh, I have a leather. You yeah, own I, one. I, you own I, one. I used to I used to wear it all the time. Um well, so no matter I, no matter if it was thirty degrees or hundred degrees, <laughs> I wore my leather jacket. With, I wear mine daily, a, uh, with but the it, it's not underneath. a nineties style leather jacket. Um, They're all nineties style. They're leather jackets. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I rock mine all the time, and when I go out with my wife on special wife husband dates, we both wear our leather jackets. We wear big coats because we're in Maine and it's cold as shit up here. <laughs> it's cold here. It's like 31 degrees. Oh, That's a warm day here. And Dude, but you're getting what, snow tomorrow and yeah, we're, we're not. Getting, it's so. already snowing. We're getting like six, seven inches. You enjoy that. That doesn't stop a damn thing from happening up here. <laughs> Dude, there were schools already canceling like at noon today and it was like 60 degrees. Um there was a 75 car pileup on the next <laughs> today. 
Hey, you know what? 75 cars. A that's, bus fell over and crushed a car so much that the cops couldn't see it. They didn't know it was there. That's a perfect segue for this book, Paul. Yeah. Because this book is kind of like a 75-car pileup. It pretty much is. Hmm. Let's talk about this book. It's not. Um, who wants to start? Because, <sighs> I mean, I've got some thoughts, and I think – you know what? I'll start. Um, Please. Because I think mine will be the the – the best, the the yeah, I guess the best liked out of all three of us. Um, I already have that feeling. Um, you know, I've talked about this before on our other podcast. My experience with acclaim is pretty much non-existent. Um, I've read some of the EXO run, and I've read some of the Quantum and Woody run, but that's it. Um, you know, I, I've heard a lot of what everyone says about the Acclaim runs. I know how disliked they are for the most part, um, which is fine. I came into this book knowing very little about it. Um, and to be honest, not really caring much about uh, what happened in Acclaim, partially because of what I've heard in the past. Um Looking at it as if I were reading it back uh, when this book came out, I would say it wasn't actually that bad. With that said, looking at it 15 years later, um, it is a pretty shitty book. I will give you that. Um, the story, unlike the first episode, I didn't actually read the full arc. I did. Um, did you? Yeah, I decided to read number 60 because this is part two of a two-parter. Oh, 16, quarter. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah that, so that I just read sense. the yeah, – yeah. so I just read the first one. Yeah, that uh, would make sense. Yeah. Um, see, I've decided not to because I felt like in our first episode there was a lot that I wanted to say and a lot that I did say that really wasn't relevant to just that one issue. And since we're trying to take a look at these books as self-contained works – um, I decided for this book not to bother. Um, but sadly, the book on its own is really not very good. Um, you know, Obviously, it is a four-part arc. Um, but what happens in this book, I, I was just really confused. You know, And I think maybe I should have at least read 16 before I came into this. Um, but I wanted to take it as fresh as I could. Um you guys want to give some kind of overall thoughts and then maybe well, we can move into some particular aspects of this book? Yeah, you know, the right off the bat I thought that the the narrator just I, I didn't like how the, the you know the, the the green speech boxes like the narrator just it, it didn't feel like the the flow was good in the story at all. Like it started off on a really bad foot with that. And I think that the you know the art's interesting, but the story just kind of all through it just feels very disjointed, uh, like they didn't know what they were doing or were trying to do different things, and then just forced it all together. That was kind of just my overall feelings on the book. Yeah, Josh. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I come at it a, with a different perspective than than either of you guys because I've read a lot of the acclaimed stuff, and I actually think that more of it is good than bad. Which I think I'm in the minority in, and I'm looking forward to seeing some of the stuff that I really like. 
but this is not good. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I, I tried to go in with that in a, with an open mind too. I, I, I liked, I liked the first four issues of, of the shadow man acclaim, but, um, I just, this, this was not for me. Um, I, I, I guess my favorite part of it was, was that we got an opportunity to see an evolution in style from Clayton Crane, but the art is, um, I mean, the anatomy is just all over the place and that, that kind of stuff just draws me right out of a story when I'm looking at, I mean, just look at the cover. The woman's neck is in a position that is totally unrealistic. You know, it's just that kind of stuff drives me crazy. And I, and I agree with the, the comments on, on the, on the narration as well. Um, parts of it were over narrated and other parts of it were under narrated. <laughs> you know, I'm going to make a brief comment about this cover. Um, this looks like a better drawn Rob Liefeld cover. Um, my, oh, it's better than, yeah, yeah, it's my, better than Liefeld. Yeah. Minus the little feet, but granted you can't see any feet. Yeah. So, the feet are hiding. That is yeah, a life. All the feet are hidden. <laughs> So you can't see them. Very um, and, you know, sh- Zero, which I want to touch on, um, but Zero is, he's just a buff guy. Like, he's not overly buff, but, I mean, he's hes in good shape. Um, I want to talk about the story, because I think yeah. you, you made an interesting point um, about the first four issues. That was... A writer that is well known, Garth Ennis. Warren Ellis. Uh, oh, yeah, Ennis. Yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and Ashley Wood drew and it. Ashley Wood. So yep. really good team to launch that book. Um, yeah. This team. Well, I mean Clayton Crane now is great, but this would be his second professional book. Um, so obviously he's still new in the industry. So. Not a whole lot of confidence to have just a brand new guy be on this book. And what's this guy's first name, Paul? Serge Claremont? Yeah. Serge Claremont, yeah. All right, so I try to look this guy up, and he has no writing credits in comics other than Shadow Man 16 to 20. You know why they hired him? He's Haitian, and he had uh, a mother who was psychic. And so they were like, oh, you know voodoo. Okay. Really? <laughs> Let's put you on this book. <laughs> yep. But there's not even any voodoo in here. Right. <laughs> so that true. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. See, I wish I would have uh, maybe dug it a little bit deeper because now that makes a little more sense. Granted, not any sense in terms of this book, um, but that makes more sense. Huh. Um, well, that's good to know. So, uh, at least on my digital copy, page seven has great examples of, uh, terrible, uh, scripting and terrible, uh, art sequences. Wait a second. This is my favorite page. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) She pulls off her belt that turns into a sword then she leaps in the air to stab him with it. But then suddenly... Standing on the ground by him, holding it over him, rather than having come down, stabbing him with it. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> and then the the then scripting the, there, there the, the the text is just terrible. 
So what what happens to him in these last two panels? Because in the one panel, he's ready to get stabbed in the head, and then the next panel, he's just disappeared. Well, the, and his line, the sorry, baby, looks like you've got other plans. That's terrible. <laughs> the, the, the police showed up. I mean, he was scared. He had to go, I guess. Well, he's not holding the sword. <laughs> She's holding the sword. Why is he scared? He should have uh, stayed there, and she should be the one running off. And then he's talking crap as he's leaving the page. Oh, we'll talk again another time. Wow, this is terrible. Uh, the page before that, uh, she throws the bomb at him and says, man, that was the bomb. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I had that in my notes. That's so good. That was my favorite part of this book. I think you you, you hit it right on the head, dude. That was one of the it's so bad it's good moments. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it wasn't meant to be serious, right? Uh, but it, it, it made it entertaining for me. Um and it's not good, but I think sometimes just the cheesy one-liners just kind of bring a smile to my face. I guess I try to look for the, the better aspects of books for the most part, um, and that that was just that was just good for me. Um, so you guys have the digital copy. Do you both read off a digital copy? Yes. Yeah. Um, so so there's an ad um, two pages after the sword page. Where it says at the top, Acclaim Comics, and then it's got a guy holding a pile of horse manure in his hands, and it says, we're not what you think. No. That's the real thing that is in this comic. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't wait till I own this comic. <laughs> I couldn't – I actually did not know that I own this comic because I don't, I don't have a complete Acclaim run. And I said, "Oh, let's see if I can find it." And I was very pleasantly surprised. I have, I have the the, the whole Shadow Man run that I went. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only have a couple awesome. so far, and uh, that, that's what I love about having the the physical books and not just getting uh, digital copies of it. There's just so so many of those elements that you miss you miss that give context to it, like oh, the sure. themselves are missing that they're uh, horse shit. <laughs> I wish those ads were in this digital copy because that's awesome. Me too. It's 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 amazing. <laughs> I mean that that's good marketing. Like it's a bad pun, but it's good marketing. Um, which obviously didn't work out because they're no longer with us. Um, what? Um, let me ask you, Josh. I guess yeah. on on this copy that I have, it would be I don't, what page is this? God, I wish I knew. 11, hold on. This would be page 10. Um, this guy that's kind of orchestrating them trying to kill Zero. Yeah. Is it, who is this guy? Is this, this is not Master Dark, is it? No, it's not. Okay, okay, good. Uh, they introduced him in the book previous, and if you give me a second, I will tell you who it is. Okay. Because I saw him. Is it is it uh is it Pierre Jean maybe? Yes, yeah, okay, that's who okay. it is. Because yeah. I saw him and I was like, I, I really hope this is not Master Dark. This guy sucks. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he, it seemed like he had some interesting powers. But I guess that makes sense. Pierre Jean is a voodoo priest, so okay, that's cool. No, no, Dark was actually he's not Master Dark. I don't think, but Dark was pretty cool in the Acclaim run. Actually, he was. Uh, he was a pretty interesting character, so. Okay. 
he, he had his own book even for a little bit. Interesting. Um, I think we should have like a, uh, a separate episode on this zero character. Um, maybe once we get much further in to this acclaim run, um, cause I'm very, very confused about what's going on with this guy. Um, I, well, he's the- He's, I get, the, he's the shadow man. Yeah, oh, I, I get that. I get that. And I get why he's got the scars on his chest. Um, yeah. You know, I get all that. But uh, this guy, this book is very strange. It's very weird. Um, it's well, this, very, is, the, this yeah. is the character they created for the video game. Right. And, 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 and really, the, my impression is, is that the video game, you know, came first the planning for that and so he's a very you know he's a video game character in the sense that he doesn't talk a lot because when you're playing the video game and you're manipulating the character you that character is gets talked at a lot you know yeah and so they create a dark and brooding character who doesn't say very much and that's exactly how this character comes off you know what this book reminded me of is very early spawn um you know. Yeah, some elements reminded me of that too. Yeah, Clayton Crane's next work after this is Spawn. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think Todd McFarlane was one of his like artistic heroes when he broke in. Yeah, uh, I mean he still he still draws for him today. Actually, he's got a uh, an image series coming out yeah. um, this year. So yep, yeah, cool. So um, let's 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 rate this guy. Yeah, does it hold up? <laughs> Definitely does not hold up. No. Art or story. Yeah. Um, sorry, Clayton, I love you, but not your best work, buddy. I like some of the panel layouts at times. I'm sure he would say that it's not his best work, too. You know, I mean, I mean, artists, the, the, the great thing about it, Clayton Crane has a wonderful website, by the way where you can see how he draws. He has a couple of YouTube videos where he, he uh, shows you how he, he does it in, in, uh, in, in Photoshop and everything. And you, you can watch his process and, and on his website, he talks about how anatomy is important to him. And, and he still goes to classes where he, you know, he draws people. And so even, even today, if his website is any evidence, he is still trying to grow as an artist. So, you know, I, I, it's fine for his first, I think it's fine for his first, um, his first or his second book, you know, and, and especially, especially if that was his start and we get what we get now with Rye, uh, totally worth it for all that. I'll, I'll agree. And there's some elements that you still see, um, throughout, um, towards the end of this issue, yeah. um, he's got a, a couple panels where, um, let me see, it's after he goes to the boneyard, um, and he's being explained kind of how he can regain his powers. Um, and when he comes face to face with that shadow man mask. Um, that panel and a couple, that, actually, really that whole page, um, a lot of that style of, of layout and just the, the way that the characters are presented, 
um, still, I think, comes through to what Clayton Crane's doing now um, with Rye. Just very simplistic backgrounds yep. where the characters are at the forefront, and that's what's important, and the rest is just kind of filler. Um, just really good. To, to me, this is um, – if you're a Valiant fan and, and – particular a fan of rye or or clayton crane's artwork and his other stuff this this is a must-have book actually for me because you know you get to see how it started and you know none of these books cost a lot i i know i bought this in a in a 50 cent bin i think so Mm -hmm. you know it's it's totally it's totally worth it for that now the story doesn't hold up to me and and the artwork is it doesn't hold up for me but i think that if you're a a valiant fan you know it's kind of it's kind of a treasure when i realized that it was clayton crane's art i went oh man there's some meat here something i can really dig into something that i can be very excited about and i kind of started ignoring the story (laughs) and paying more attention to to everything else uh and so in that sense, it was it was actually kind of worth it for me. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you're to me, if you're buying Shadow Man for the first time or you're given a Shadow Man book, this is not a book to to read and go, wow, that's a great character. Yeah. But if you're if you're a, a, a valiant history buff, you know, this is a this is a, a must have book. Mm, we might have to come up with a secondary rating for this show. all right what's the what's the next book we're doing okay hold on a second let me go to random.org and we'll find out oh by the way i know you're a music buff josh yeah um so i don't know if you caught um the 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 song reference in this book i didn't um i can't remember her name now but when she's in the shower and she's singing in the shower let me see what page that was. I'll have to look it up. Don't worry, I'll edit this in post, guys. Page eight digitally, nine physically. Okay, yeah, so she's she's in the shower in that top left panel. Um that's a Pat Benatar song. I don't know if oh, you guys cool. are, are fans of Pat Benatar. But yeah, I looked it up, I was like, those lyrics sound vaguely familiar. And I'm of course a baby, so I don't remember listening to pat venatar live um but you know my parents are fairly young so uh they were fans so i i do remember the song it's uh walking in the underground is the title of the song so you want to know what the next book is oh yeah oh yeah is it the vh1 visitor? it's not the visitor no. <laughs> <laughs> vh1 we're gonna read geomancer number five holy crap sweet i have to put that on my calendar and you listeners should read it beforehand too, so you're ready to listen to us talk about it. <laughs> Maybe bash it. Maybe not bash it. No, that's cool. I'm glad we're going back to the VH1 stuff. That's uh, that's more familiar territory for me. Yeah. Well, we'll you know just from the law of averages, we'll have more more of that. This so. is true. Yeah. Very true. Very true. And and to speak to our to our format, I think I think it's kind of I personally think it's kind of fun to do it this way 
because that's what I sometimes do. Uh, you know, I have, I have my long boxes under my bed and every now and then I'll pull one out and I'll just see where my fingers bring me, you know? And, 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 and also any book could be anybody's first book. Yep. So, uh, so just picking a random book and seeing if that particular book works, uh, to me, I think is a fun exercise. I don't, I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm going to agree. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. Well, you know, when I've hit up sales at comic shops where they just have long boxes out and big discounts, you don't, you know, you might look for a few specific things, but I usually just try to grab some random stuff just to try stuff out and you never know where it's going to land. So it's, uh, it's a good practice to, to be able to look at a comic, uh, on its own, but also be, uh, you know, intelligent enough as a comic reader to know that there was story before and story after that's going to give more context and be able to see past those, uh, those, you know, points that can trip you up. Yep. I'll agree. And, you know, I know, I know a lot of guys are big continuity buffs. That's fine. Um, but you know, Outside of the site and the podcast, I do reviews of other comics, indie comics for the most part, um, on another site. Um, I guess I'll pimp them out here because I never do anywhere, comiccrusaders.com. Um, and a lot of the times when I'm reviewing books for those guys, um, I've never read a previous issue. Um, I think there's maybe a couple series that I have them uh, give me every time, uh, like Lowe, for example. Um, which I really enjoy. Um, but most of the books, they just get put in to my box at random, and I have to just kind of look at it and review it solely on the merits of that book. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to do here. Um, and if you guys disagree, that's cool. You know, everyone's got their own preference. Um, but that's kind of our mission here and kind of why the name of the show is what it is. Um, we're just kind of hopping from one time zone to the next. Um, and wherever it takes us, that's what we talk about. Let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap up, guys. Josh, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at IWantValiant. And? Oh, and you can listen to my uh, other podcast, um, Valiant Effort, which you can find at vepodcast.wordpress.com. That should have been the first thing out of your mouth, Josh. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, where are you found? Uh, I write for ValiantCentral.com. I'm on the Valiant Central podcast with you. And uh, I am found on Twitter at Who's Paul. And sometimes Josh. And I am, where am I? At Valiant underscore Central on Twitter. ValiantCentral.com. Valiant Central podcast. Just look up Valiant Central. You'll find me. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we look forward to the next time. Bye. Bye.